bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics, like we're recapping the week on reality TV. But mm. we are recording this a week early. Yes. So this is going to be such an extra special episode, <laughs> isn't it, Meow Meow? It, uh, it is, I, but we've, have, we've had a wonderful time. Well, we already recorded our Patreon podcast. Yes. For next week. Yep. For the, for the day you're hearing this. So. Right. We're feeling fucking free falling, free falling, and we are free falling up Runyon Canyon. Huh? Right, uh, Richard? Does he listen? <laughs> no, he sometimes does. Oh, yeah, hi, Richard. He said he listened to it on the way to Tokyo. Well, you know what? It's been, um, I haven't seen Richard in many, many a year, but Richard, I want you to know, I'll always remember the load. The load on the chest, and also that he likes to free ball. Yes. No, he likes to have someone free ball a hike and then oh. meet him at the bottom. Oh, that's what he it is. He has a boyfriend yeah. now. All right. But, okay, well. Well, Rashard, we love you. Um, I'm glad you changed Free Falling by Tom Petty mm-hmm. into a song about free balling up Running Canyon. <laughs> free balling. Oh, man. I just, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. If we could only make that into a real The song. fact that free falling hasn't been actually. And I'm free. Yeah, what would another one another one be? I don't even know. What's the name of the Why song did Weird Al with his puby hair do it that way? <laughs> free balling. He should have fucking, yeah. you know what? He should have gotten subversive and maybe his career would have gone somewhere. He doesn't even know how to, he doesn't know how to do that. He does not get subversive? No. He knows how to crisp, crisp up his curls, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think he has a shaved head now? What if we saw him no, as a shaved No, I think he has long hair still. That's what I think. I think he has, still has long, long hair. Long, curly like wet looking <laughs> crunchy hair you know what i mean like the curls are like wet uh, like is it wet you, you put it your, looks you wet put your paper down and you go no i think he has long hair still and it was you said think but really what the subtext there was no i know he has long hair for a fact because i can picture it in my mind's eye and i know for sure he's still a tool he's even more mm-hmm. of a tool he's yeah. an 80s tool and he's mm-hmm. long hair it's yeah. longer than it even was before Oh, probably. It's probably super, probably super, super long. Like wasn't really he long. Giving you a like a Richard Marks type of vibe in the eighties, and <laughs> he's probably giving you like more of a long locks Jesus now. Yeah, he's probably doing like a um, Kenny G from '88, <laughs> Michael Bolton. Oh, he's giving uh, you Michael. You know Bolton. what I mean? Do you think his hairline's receding more? Oh, let's see. It's probably his long hair, and it starts, <laughs> it starts on the back of his head. You know what I mean? What the fuck happened to Michael Bolton? Ugh. Where he has got. Where has Michael Bolton been? Where's Michael <laughs> That needs Bolton to be a documentary. Been. I mean, next week I'm, I'm going to be like, you guys, the documentary. This is disgusting. 
if you I want anyone Johnny if you're listening <laughs> Google Weird Al Yankovic and you, uh, the picture I'm looking at when Google comes up is the third one on the right I mean get ready to vomit he I'm sorry can you please do search tools and then go last past year please search what search tools search tools you want me to search the word tools no I want you to there's a little thing on Google yeah. entitled search tools <laughs> So tool isn't just, it's not just an insult. It's also <laughs> an a useful thing. word mm. um, okay. for something that you use <laughs> to fix things or <laughs> find things. Oh, I don't know, okay. but search tool. And then I want you to do, <laughs> he's under search tool because he's a tool. So he's under the Google search There's tools. not one picture here of with short year. hair. No, of the last year I said. I'm, did I did 2018. Oh, so just show me a pic. But in the search that's tools, the sound of me drinking where which one do you choose oh search tools Charles oh, <laughs> oh I see I can't I'm breathing into the mic I see past year oh interesting didn't know Weird Al Yankovic announces you, massive 2018 tour I want everyone listening to know I want all 14 people listening to know <laughs> you're listening to a podcast of someone who hmm. Telling you about politics on a weekly basis and doesn't know that on Google you can do a. Didn't know. A, I didn't. You can use a search tool. I absolutely did not know that. Oh, you have to always, especially when you're creeping, which I do, and comment creeping. I need full long photo. hair for images. You need last the past year. Yeah, I. That's what I know, did. No, but I'm saying you oh, need it for your life. I didn't even know that. Now that's going to. I'm change not trying everything. to get somebody pulled up from 2007, bitch. I need wow, them 2018. Didn't know that. And also with news. I guess when when I just me am doing research, yeah, I need to have the latest news. I can't have like news from yeah from like even last month, right? Wow. Well, well now we know, and now we know. What? We knew. Well, we well, knew. Well, I know. Now I know. <laughs> I'm happy that you learned something. Yeah. Hmm. So if you found this at all interesting, hmm. um, or entertaining, you should join our Patreon because that's pretty much what it is for an hour. Um, and the good news is. You don't have to hear about the Patreon. Right. On the Patreon. We just talk. There's no ads. No, there's no ads. It's just it's just an hour of <laughs> pretty much that. Learning about Google, learning about yeah. tools, yep. learning yep. about mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. vagina stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We just discovered that every time we do the podcast, day or night, Julie has to poop. <laughs> Because sometimes we do, a lot of times we record it at night. Yeah. We're recording this early. Yeah. So it's a week early. Mm -hmm. So nothing we say has any relevance. No. The moment you're hearing this, which is really a week from now. Yeah. Everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but because we're recording it early, Julie's going to get on a flight soon. Yeah. We are drinking because that's what we do <laughs> on the reg and also before she gets on flights. Mm -hmm. And she had to poo. Because we already, because it's just, I think when she gets around the microphones and this table, she feels really comfortable. I guess my anus relaxes <laughs> and um, I just let everything go. You know, I just let it go. That's really the important thing. And here. then she took too long and I was like, meow, meow, your poo's <laughs> taking too long. And then she came and she said, I just got the chills from that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had to put on a sweater and believe you me, believe you me, the bitch does not catch a chill. I could do the ice bucket challenge on this motherfucker and she would not catch a chill, okay? impressions of me lately have really been making me laugh they really have well they're not real impressions well they're they, they're, they're interpretations still, fine interpretations <laughs> have really been a delight i mean from uh, <laughs> oh 
nah, nah, nah. So guess what? That happened again. Now, that was only a couple days ago where nah, nah, happened. If any of you 14 listened last week and got through more than 10 minutes, there was a moment where Julie said, nah, nah, to the dog. Fucking she did it again last night. He again had some fucking nefarious business going on, which yeah, was he took a whole taco because <laughs> we were on the ground because we were eating Taco Bell. And when I say we were eating Taco Bell, this bitch didn't just come home with Taco Bell. Motherfucker came home with like 10 tacos and two burritos <laughs> and a side of nacho cheese sauce. And I did. We were on the phone because that's how codependent we are. Straight coda for the gods. She's at there and I hear her go like, is the nacho cheese sauce there? I'm like, bitch. Did you just get a side of nacho cheese sauce? And she's like, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we have really gone next oh, fucking level. Wow. And rolled in with no shame in the game with 900 tacos. I was yeah. like, one Doritos taco. Uh-huh. Just to try. Two burritos for fun. Well, that's for an amuse-bouche. <laughs> it's... People, people are dis-subscribing, unsubscribing, dis-subscribing. I had to, di- dear Julian Brandy, I had to dis-subscribe from your stupid fucking podcast. So, mm. anyway, Nacho, of course, he loves a nacho cheese. What, what he, can he well, do? He said, that's my shit. That's my shit, dog. Don't come in here with nacho yeah, well, cheese he, and not expect me to get into and it. And he jumped on the table, and then he took the thing, and he jumped off like a full scavenger. He walks around on the coffee table, and Julie will be like, no! Show, and I'm like, who lets the, the motherfucker is full grown? He's not just a tiny, he's not like Mighty and Pee Wee, mm-hmm. who are like two pounds. He's like full 19 pounds, like the cat. He's prancing around with long nails on top of the coffee table. And she's like, oh, Nacho. And I'm like, he needs to be beaten within an edge of his life. In fact, let's throw them outside and let's see who picks them all of them up. So he stole the Doritos. Right. The Doritos Taco. Is that what it's called? Doritos Locos. Oh, Doritos Locos. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. So he stole the Doritos Locos. Mm-hmm. The shit was loco because it was whack. Yeah. You know what I mean? I okay. may as well just get a couple of Doritos and just well, scoop, state scoop up the stuff too, inside. It gets too soggy. So soggy. Yeah, let's, let's, here's an idea. Let's get a bowl of taco meat and then dip Doritos <sighs> yeah, in it. Yeah, and then, you know what? And that, next time I'm doing that, and then I'm just going to get a Crunchwrap Supreme. Boom. But I will oh, say that. you didn't even get your favorite thing I know, taco because about. we're getting crunch tacos. We... So, okay, he took the paper from the Doritos Locos. He stole it, and we didn't know. We're busy mashing 9,000 tacos down our throat, okay, even though we had just probably eaten an hour before. And she said, no, no, no. <laughs> he did it again when she saw him with the with the Doritos lining. Oh, God, what is the matter? I don't know what to say. I didn't even mean to do it. I can't even – I don't even mm. – I guess you just get so overcome – and you're so not used to disciplining and yeah. or the fear. Right. You get encompassed by the fear. <sighs> no, nah, 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 nacho. Well, not we still have two burritos. Nope, I ate half that one burrito later in the night. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we have a burrito and a half and how many tacos? Four? I think so. Or three. Because mm-hmm. sure. you go one time at one point, she goes, whoops, this one's open. I'm going to have to eat it. But like it's in, they're all in wrappers. Nothing's closed. Like there's no uh, way to seal anything. They're no. just wrapped. Yeah. Well, like a, yeah. And she's like, this one's folded accidentally <laughs> a little open. <laughs> Oops. My mouth opened on it. Better swallow and eat it. Better eat the whole thing. Oh, well. And then she goes, I like wonder this. why I can't ever stick to a diet. This I was mean, another. Angie Knox has got to be horrified by my behavior. Well, we, I mean, to our credit. Mm. No, there isn't any. Because here's another <laughs> gross thing we did. It was really, it was meow meow. She goes, 
<laughs> she takes this is the one where she goes whoops this one's open and then um she goes nope i gotta take all this off off off, off. she scrapes <laughs> scrapes all the grated cheese off yeah, uh-huh. and then piles it and i go give it to the papas <laughs> and then she feeds it to the dogs and then um then proceeds to dip it into the nacho <laughs> cheese. Did you dip it into the nacho yeah, cheese or, yeah. or pour yeah, it on? No, I dipped it. Okay. I like to dip so it. So then I looked over. At first I was like, oh, she just wants the cheese off. I was like, oh, that's like, I don't know. Maybe she just likes a plain meat taco. I don't know. What's her deal? And then I go back to watching the news because <laughs> my life's a nightmare. And then I glance back over because i rather watch this motherfucker eat a taco than look at the news for one more minute. And I look over and she's. Di- yeah apparently <laughs> dipping it into and i go oh so you don't want i don't want du- cheese on cheese <laughs> i just wanted the plain cheese well i don't know that it's plain cheese well you know what i mean like a melted i guess i don't know i just yeah i didn't want it to you wanted a chemical fake cheese you wanted yeah. to develop you wanted yeah well, well let's not judge it. it let's not judge it, it just is what it is but i do like a plain meat taco <laughs> <laughs> you love that meat meat taco I love a meaty yeah, taco <laughs> So since we're recording this a week early, we're going to do a deep dive on James Comey's new book with our resident book reader, Ann Morris, in our brand new segment called Ann Read a Book in Two Days. <laughs> Check this out, y'all. Uh, read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. Read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. R-E-A-D-A-B-O-O-K. Now it's time for our new segment called Anne Read a Book in Two Days. And hopefully y'all like it because we're going to do it every time a new Trump book comes out. Or should I say Anne's going to do it. And she's going to do it in two goddamn days. Okay, so the first time Anne read a book in two days for us was back in January when she took us to Fire and Fury Skew. <laughs> but for those of you who skipped that episode or who have no long-term memory, like myself, Anne is one of my oldest and best friends. I've mentioned her on the show a million times, and even her husband, Mike, who has the same birthday as George Clooney, and it's coming up <laughs> in May. They have a son <clears throat> named Nicholas and that I will happily raise as my own if they ever die in a tragic <laughs> shark attack or something such as. Oh, or a Southwest airline <laughs> crash. Not only is she a close part of our family, she's also a good friend to the show. She's one of the original 14 listeners of DGP and a Patreon subscriber. But that's not why we chose her. We chose her because she's hilarious and exceptionally smart and one of the only people we know who could read a 350-page non-fiction book in two days. And by the way, with a motherfucking full-time job... So, and this time she read James Comey's new book, A Higher Loyalty, Truth, Lies, and Leadership. For those of you who don't know, don't care, or again, have no long-term memory, in recent news, James Comey is the polarizing FBI director who was investigating the Trump-Russia collusion case when Trump went ahead and fired his ass. So then Comey went ahead and leaked all his notes about Trump to his lawyer friend, I put that in quotes, who worked, like was a Columbia professor or something like that, Mm -hmm. with instructions to pass the notes on to the New York Times. But the hating 
of James Comey didn't start there. He was the FBI director who announced that he was reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails 10 days before the election. And he was also the New York district attorney who sent Martha Stewart to jail in 2004. If that wasn't reason enough for every woman on earth to hate his fucking ass, he's six foot eight and wildly self-confident. Gross. So without further ado, let's get into this asshole's book. Hey, Ann. Hey, Hey, guys. Wow. Introduction. Was it 300? Recycled introduction, but good nonetheless. Was it 350 pages? (laughs) No, this one was shorter. This one was like 270 or something like that. Because I just cut. But it was much better. It was a better book. Oh, it was? Just off the bat. Yeah. Supposedly he wrote it and didn't use like a ghostwriter. That's how amazing he is. Oh, I'm he's sure he would so, tell you. I mean, look, it's not like, you know, Shakespeare, but it's really, um, it's well right. Like, it's well thought out. It's well thought out. Was it, it an easy, was it an easy, one. was it an easy read for you? Like, uh, yeah, like it was. And like, yeah, I liked it. I mean, he's an interesting guy. Did you believe, um, well, let's just, let's just start out with, um, Okay. Right off the bat, I just want to know, in terms of support, okay, like in his life, he was with George Bush Sr., he was against the Clintons, he was with Obama, and then he was against Trump. So since you read this book, and it's a memoir about his life, which is what you texted me, you know the James Comey that he wants people to know. Do you know what side he's on after reading it? Well, he mentions in the book at some point that he was a Republican. I mean, that's how he usually voted. But in all of his jobs, and particularly in the FBI, you know, it's about being nonpartisan. So he talks about everybody he worked with. So when he worked with George W. Bush, he, he liked him personally, but there was a lot of issues with that team. That's actually probably the most interesting part of the book where he talks about um, – having to deal with the legalities around wiretapping and then the um, torture memos and things like that. So he was uh, fighting against his own party in a sense. So he liked George Bush Sr., but they were total shady Well, this is George W. Bush. So he he was... Oh, George Bush. George W. Bush, yeah. He was... um, The deputy attorney general under John Ashcroft. And then... So, but he liked him personally... As did I. George As, W. Bush. Did. Yeah. Does it everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. You want him yeah, to. Yeah, he said he was an affable guy. Yeah. But then he, but they were completely shady, right? Wanting to do fucking torture and stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in that part, so he, so when Comey went to work there, work in the Department of Justice, this is like 2003, 9-11 had just happened. Um, after that happened, obviously a lot of changes took place as far as surveillance and wiretapping and um torture with the cia and all that so all of those things that passed um muster at that time were quickly passed through the legalities weren't really um fine fine comb whatever the hell they weren't really looked at very closely because people obviously wanted to prevent another attack and everything like that so when he got in there and started actually digging and looking through how things were being done, he noticed discrepancies about what was actually legal, and um, Cheney and his guys weren't having it. So it was, uh, there was did, a lot of back and he, forth. Did he tell that story that he loves to tell and exalt himself, um, how he ran to John Ashcroft's? Like, yeah. Okay, so tell us that story. His bedside? Yes. Yeah, so the, so the interesting story about that. So there's a, a part in the book, and I believe this was about the... Um, the torture 
the torture stuff. And he, I don't, yeah, I think it was. I think it was about wiretapping. It was about wiretapping. Maybe it was wiretapping. Yeah. Both of them, there was a shit show. So, so the wiretapping. So John Ashcroft got really sick and was in the hospital. And so that made Comey the, the acting attorney general at that time because Ashcroft was, was very ill in the hospital. And Cheney and Bush's attorneys, really, um, and wait, what was both. Dick, what was Dick Cheney at that time? I don't like know. Dick Cheney was the vice president. OK, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the level we're dealing, that's literally the yeah. level we're dealing with. So, here. so his so Cheney. <laughs> Brother. So Cheney's, I was trying to keep it straight too. I had to write it all down. Um, so Cheney's, uh, his own personal counsel, and George Bush, uh, Junior, whatever the hell, <laughs> no, you, you need to George call him. W. Bush, whatever. <laughs> to call him Junior for me, yeah. his I can't. personal counsel, both were trying to keep the the status quo and keep it the same. And they were going to try to pull a fast one and get to the hospital, well, right to John Ashcroft's die not dying, but very sick John Ashcroft's uh, bedside, and get him to basically sign off on continuing to plan as it was. And Comey found out about it, so that guy was like, nope. And he rushed off, and he beat them to it and got there before. And he had Bob Mueller, who was the FBI director at the time, meet him there too oh and, no that i didn't read i didn't see yeah so Mueller was the fbi director um oh. through that yeah he, that was, time. The FBI he was, director he was before. i want to say 12 years oh. he was he, he he held that office for like 12 years okay um, so what about um that's like a story what according to you know in in his <clears throat> his tale he weaves about himself that's like how he how he shows that he has integrity is the story of the illegal what he thought was unlawful wiretapping and him you yeah. know and this whole thing with the bedside and all this bullshit but and who are they wiretapping yeah what what do we mean when we say wiretapping or do we not know so it, they were they were doing like surveillance on um fav, anything any kind of foreign faction picking up on uh, illegal so in other words they weren't it's letting people know i guess i don't oh, really okay, know okay, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. but, but it was shady it was terrorist it was stuff, shady though. shit it wasn't and like, and them were saying this is to save lives and we're, we who oh, you know the, the, the ends oh, okay. justify the means right. basically right um and he was like but obviously um, we'll, okay um because i'm sure they wanted they really wanted to just like wiretap like democrats or whatever you know what i mean like they're like Probably. let's do the terrorists, and also let's do um, some senators or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, so yeah. what was your overall, from reading it, before we get into, like, details, because we're really going to try and stretch this out, um, <laughs> but what was your overall impression of him? Because so we read that um, he, what was kind of interesting, Julie already last night when we were eating Taco Bell and getting drunk said he seemed <laughs> he seems pious and he has a God complex. And then... When, when I further did research, um, and when I say I, I do mean just me, um, he was apparently like, he was a chemistry and a like a religion major. And I know that from knowing Julie, who's like pretty much just a devil worshiper at this point, that um, like from the 80s, like that kind, mm, yeah, that you can be very into, into religion. Cool. She could actually, I know that wasn't cool. 
That sounded more Indian. <laughs> yeah, it did. I was yeah, trying I was to say, do a scary. Like a Native American. I know. I don't know what that was because it was like yeah. nacho, but I couldn't uh, get it. I couldn't get some sort of devil. Yeah, no. I couldn't get the devil prayer out. Um, <clears throat> like oh, that. Maybe that. Oh, that was. Jesus, that's, that one did sound. Yeah. Upsetting. Now, so she, um, um, she's yeah. very into religion, but she's not into. She's not like Jesusy per se. So, right. Does he? Is is he? Was there a religious? What is? What's your like vibe of him? Is he? Is I mean, he... there was a brief mention about him being a uh, like having a minor in religion, but he doesn't talk about God in the book or anything like that. I get the sense that he. I mean, the whole theme of this book is basically him um, talking about what makes a good leader and what makes someone ethical. Like literally, the first line of the book is something like, "Who who am I to tell you about ethical leadership?" And then it's like. Uh, Clearly, the answer is James Comey for 300 pages, because the whole oh, yeah. thing is him, like, explaining through his own life and bosses that he had had and people that he had known and how um, he was above them he ethically. Had learned. <laughs> yeah, no, like but just how he kind of learned to be a, a good leader, a good person, um, that kind of thing. So he just has such a really, high... that's how the whole the whole thing is, is like a precursor to him talking about... Uh, how much he basically hates liars and he hates bullies. But I think liars are even worse than bullies. And so you know it's all leading up to Trump, which is the ultimate liar and bully. And um, That's kind of interesting. Does he get into yeah. then his own hypocrisy with the Clintons and all that? He talks, he explains the, the Clinton email stuff really, pretty thoroughly. I mean, the the impression I get from him, he's he's a very law and order um, follow a process, kind of dorky type of guy it is, is kind of the vibe you get from reading it. Um, okay, so let's. But then, so oh, go ahead. In okay, so for for the two people listening in the nineties, <laughs> Comey was one of the lead investigators in in the Clinton Whitewater case. Which, which ironically, because I obviously had to look that up, being that I didn't I know even know what Dick Cheney did, um, was a case regarding real estate fraud. And then he investigated yeah. the Clintons again in 2002 when Bill Clinton pardoned Mark Rich. So right. when you were reading, because he's, he's gone on every show and said he, there's two chapters about Hillary Clinton, do you feel like the email thing or is this, for, just from reading it, do you feel like that was kind of like somewhat of a personal vendetta? Like I, I've, I get the vibe that he doesn't like losing and he, and he had two. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so tell he, us. So he mentions both of those things in the book. He mentions investigating Whitewater, which he specifically was looking into stuff around Ben Foster's suicide, and then he also talks about the Mark Rich pardoning and why that was so controversial. And in reading the book, do I think that necessarily had to be put into it? Probably not. But and this is just my opinion. I feel like maybe that both of those things were put into the book to kind of say. The Clintons can be kind of shady. Yeah. And he doesn't say that. He just kind of mentions them as fact. Those are two things that he had to investigate at some point in his career. Um, but my impression reading it was kind of like, they're not totally on the up and up all the time. So it was worth investigating. And do you think that because, well, we know, I don't know about Vince Foster's suicide, because quite frankly, I don't even know who Vince Foster oh, yeah, is. Me either. <laughs> me either. <laughs> he, worked, he worked for them on the, the um on that deal. And then he 
ended up committing suicide, and then people, it was a whole conspiracy theory, like, was it murder? And, you know, how everybody thinks, ever, like, the Clintons have murdered yeah, people. Yeah, we, we almost watched uh, the YouTube, the peop, all the people the oh, Clintons yeah, have, have murdered this morning. Yeah, we I did. kept meaning murder, to like, look up... hundreds of people. Apparently. <laughs> I kept meaning to look up Whitewater, too, and I never ever followed through with looking up as to what anything exactly. well that's true as to yeah, i think i don't really know i mean it was it was like a real estate deal had gone bad and uh, like, i'm not sure fraud? what the fraud was you know what you know what they lost it, us at arkansas i'm quite sure we're like yeah. we're out who can yeah. care but so okay so so this guy worked on that deal with them and then he mysteriously committed suicide i mean obviously the motherfucker like was killed well, they killed Maybe, for but they what? couldn't They're prove like, it, so I don't didn't, know. You didn't get our real estate deal together and <laughs> no, flip because, the house? No, because they were all um, they were all lying. They were doing some Trump, some Trump deals. Mm. And then they were going to clearly, he was, I, the, he was the Cohen of the situation who was going to oh. have to turn state's evidence. And they were like, you done, sister. Oh. So how did he... Um, how did he kill himself? And I put that in quotes. And do you know? I think he shot himself. They don't really talk about it. It's just a quick thing. I think he shot himself. I'm on the record saying I don't think the Clintons murdered him. Um, he doesn't really talk about that much, only to mention, hey, in the past, these are my only dealings with the Clintons, basically. My question to you is, do you, from you know, you read the book, and first of all, did you feel like he was... Yeah, he was like aggrandizing himself in the book, or were you buying him? You've read you've read a lot of memoirs. I yeah, I mean a little bit. Look, he's kind of hokey. He he talks a lot um, about you know, like I said, the whole thing is just about you know being a good leader and being ethical. Blah blah blah. He he goes through many times. Look where he mentions like he's kind of one of the people. Like he he talks about how he. Um, every day at the at FBI offices would go and get lunch with everyone else and like stand in line with everyone else and like congratulations buddy I mean <laughs> you know things like that like I hate I stand in line and wait and he literally <laughs> went goes which I thought made me laugh so hard he goes I stood in line behind someone and they, when they would order paninis and then in parentheses it says that takes a long time <laughs> I'm like okay I mean they do take a long time <laughs> God, I, that sounds good right now, though. But he kind of, um, you know, he talks about how he, you know, he'd go around and personally shake the hand of every single FBI employee. You know, he really. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a well-known, like, and who knows if he puts it out there, but that's a common thing online and in, in any news organization is like his thing about like being down to earth. And he, he speaks at a school, he waits and he talks to every student afterward. He doesn't yeah. just leave. There is something annoying right. though about like, like it's I, it, I all everything he's doing is right, but there's something that annoys is annoying me. Like, um, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what else is annoying? He said at one point he's talking about how, and anybody who's listening who has ever worked in like a corporate type of environment could probably relate to it. How he was like, you know, I got I would get everybody together and do icebreakers, which is like. Oh. Going Gross. around the room Awful. and asking everyone, like, what's but, your favorite Thanksgiving <laughs> food? Oh, I mean, literally, God, his example was, was <laughs> what's your favorite Halloween candy? And I'm like, you're asking a room full of FBI. Like, who? One guy is, I, I, the guy's like, I'm breaking up sex trafficking ring. I don't know. Many yeah. Snickers? Like, what are you yeah. even? I killed a whole like, family just, last oh. night and ate their candy. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Good, there's a dead body I on the corner. I need a panini. I mean, yeah. Like, 
my panini's ready. Like what? It's, um, <laughs> just, it's so that things like that. We're just dorky. It's like, oh god, he's one but of those. But he's self-congratulatory. That. That's yeah. what it is. He's self-congratulatory. A little self-congratulatory. It's, it's like it sounds like a yeah. lot self-congratulatory. It's one it. thing to say you count, but it's like everything you're saying is correct, sir. Like yes, when you go into a room, you should shake everybody's hand, and when you go to the school yeah. and give a speech, you yeah. should meet all the students. And it's rather than saying like, right, and then I make sure <laughs> that right. I walk. Why mention it? Just do it because it's the right thing to do. You don't have to necessarily mention it. it. Or, and also, right. when you get to that level where you're as high as you're become an FBI, the FBI director, he he does talk a little, he acts a little folksy in the way that anybody knows if you're going to get to that high level of a career, you exactly. have to exactly. be somewhat of a person that can do self-promotion. That's just the only way you get uh, that high. Right. You, you have to, you know, And you also yourself. have to be somewhat shady. Yeah. I mean, it's FBI is not as shady as the CIA. But still. But it's, there's no way. There's a thing where he's lacking in all of this. I guess that's, which is, which is uh, coming out to, coming out to me. I can't even put words together. <laughs> is that he, it's like he's, he's saying all that stuff about ethical and leadership, but he's not being honest about the other stuff. And he does that across the board. And when the interviews that we see him too, it's like, that's I mean, and there's yeah. no way to put that in the book because he's not he doesn't have the awareness to do it. But that's maybe what it is too. It's like you're well, I don't know. Oh. He definitely is trying to justify his decisions, uh, and, uh, and, right? You know, which I you know I guess that's probably the point of writing the book is to justify. The well, I wanted to know like, if he ever because Anne, I don't know if you you probably haven't because you work, but he's he, today is really the day that he's going to go like on every single show. But he's already done a few and. He has yet to even say um, he's sorry about anything. He, I mean, somebody like probably on The View, they said like, do you, what would you say if, if, if you could talk to Hillary Clinton? Like what would, and you're expecting him to just say, I would tell her I'm sorry. He doesn't, he doesn't apologize or say he regrets any no. decision. Fact, he says he'd do the same thing again in the book. He would do it again. And, and he really, that part was, was, I guess I was expecting more because I think we all kind of wanted an apology in a way but but to have him explain it you can see where he wouldn't apologize for it so what does he say is the reason that he told everyone he was investigating hillary clinton and told no one that he was investigating trump does he ever address that yes he does so what so if if everybody can remember back in the time when they first were investigating hillary clinton for the for the emails um, and was that in like 2015? Was she running so, out? I'm yeah, not sure when that was. Something like that. I think I think she was like, the, at the time when they started the investigation, she was like the front runner. I don't think she had quite yet been the nominee yet. Okay. Um, it was all Benghazi but, and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck with these Yeah, this is, he doesn't even talk about Benghazi. This is specifically the emails and what the FBI were tasked to do, which was go through hundreds of thousands of these emails and find out if of these emails that she sent on these servers that weren't secure were any of those messages like top secret that could cause you know damage to the country and they combed through hundreds of thousands of emails god and they did i would that love he, that job wouldn't you love that he yeah. found out what her favorite halloween candy is panini i'm sure he did i'm sure it was almond joy and i like them too but <laughs> she, joy. nice i love an almond joy, almond joy she is was so good so good so good um <laughs> she so they found so basically at the end of going through all of these emails they found that yes she did some, some secret things that she should, she shouldn't have but all of the people that were on those emails were were you know supposed to be receiving them and it didn't appear as though she had done it knowing that she shouldn't have done it so basically there wasn't any kind of malice so it was like kind of sloppy work but it wasn't criminal 
So he comes out and he, you know, there's all this pressure on both sides of the, um, the aisle saying, you know, <laughs> the Obama the <laughs> administration isn't looking into this. They're going to, you know, they're going to sweep this under the rug. Loretta Lynch is, um, talking to Bill Clinton on the plane and all of that. Oh, stuff. that's right. Okay. So, yeah. so she was, so he, so that was she his attorney general or who was Loretta Lynch? Wasn't yeah. She? she was the attorney general. And she, so she had that thing with her. We just she, talked about our kids. She's it's a like, country really? singer. Yes. <laughs> Whatever they say, he talked to Loretta yeah, so Lynch she, on a plane. I'm like, it sounds like a country yeah, singer. Loretta, you know I mean? Loretta Lynn. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I, wish yeah. it, I wish it was Loretta Lynn. <laughs> that would be amazing. On I Air Force on a plane. Loretta Lynn was with but he, So Col- <laughs> Comey was like, hey, are you going to um, recuse yourself from this investigation? And she's like, no, not really. So he took it upon himself. And this is where it kind of gets dicey because as a person who is like by the book, do the right thing, he went around the usual protocol. Whereas normally he would, with his findings, would report back to the Department of Justice. And then that department, meaning Loretta Lynch and her team, would come out and say, there was nothing wrong with her email. She's clear. Instead, he went out on his own without even really telling them, made a, did a little press conference thing where he said, hey, we looked, she, you know, was a little sloppy, but there's, we're not going to pursue any kind of charges. Okay, so that happens. Why did, he circumvent, that he did that way. why did he circumvent her if it was because, a positive? Because he's thirsty or? Well, he, I probably, but he said the reason he did it is because he did not want, there's two reasons. One is there's some um, classified information that he can't disclose. Even oh. now today in this book, he can't disclose it around Loretta Lynch that if it came to the public might cast doubt on her ability to investigate um, properly. Now that sounds shit even saying that, Yeah. but he was saying, I wanted to make it clear that the FBI is a freestanding organization and we are not in bed with this at all. And this was our finding. So his whole thing is always like, I'm trying to protect the integrity of the institution. He constantly has to do that when he's he's working for Democrats. He constantly, or against Democrats, he's got to be like, let everyone know everything himself. I mean, that's the the pattern that I'm getting, if that even makes sense. I mean, I think he, I think he, you know, he, I think he likes to be out in front at points. Yeah. He doesn't really say that, but you get, I mean, yeah, he's doing, he's a bit of a showboat. Yeah. I mean, I also, okay, keep going. Oh no. So, so just for the rest of the email stuff. So he, so then, you know, he puts it to bed. It's fine. She didn't do it. Then in October is when they got the news that when they got fucking Anthony Weiner. Yeah, they got the news that they, Anthony Weiner likes young vagina, um, very young Asian <laughs> vagina. Yeah, and in addition to seeing the vagina, they saw another like hundred thousand Hillary Clinton emails on this laptop. So they come back and go, "Well, we found all of these emails. Now what do we do?" So he says, "He's in this." really difficult predicament because on the one hand which normally what you do is when you don't um have any conclusion they keep it quiet they don't disclose any information until an investigation is complete now he has to reopen the investigation because they found all of these new fucking emails but but we knew they were investigating hillary clinton so they do the first time so they do sometimes then he went out and said it's over Okay, so in the normal, so you're saying, saying the normal protocol thought, is is you would reopen it and not say anything. Well, I don't think that. Yes, the normal protocol is 
Well, actually, the normal protocol is he never would have even gone out in the first place and said it was over. You know what I mean? So he kind of put himself in this predicament where he came out, said that the uh, investigation was, was done, and now they had to open it. So he, so the way he explains it is he's like, I had two options. One option was I can go back and I can say, hey, we had to reopen this investigation because of all of these emails that we found. Or he could decided to be quiet and then hope nothing was found. And then if something was found, it would have been, in his mind, it would have been catastrophic because it would have been, you're hiding nah, this. And, nah, and, and she, I don't you think know. so. He's, I, you, what do you think, Anne? Do you think, I, don't, I disagree with that. I mean, look, I think if both options were bad, the, the first option being come out two weeks before the election saying you're reopening the investigation, you know that's going to be terrible. He didn't know what was going to be in those emails, so he you don't know if the option B he, was going to be office. I, I personally would not have done there, it. Though. What did they think was in there? They already had gone through 35,000 of other emails he and saw there was nothing in there. Somebody... Well, he thought, he thought that they, they found um, emails from the very, very beginning of her becoming Secretary of State. So, he, and he, What he says is, if there was ever going to be a smoking gun moment where someone said, hey, maybe we shouldn't be emailing on BlackBerry, it would have been found in those emails. That's what he says. But what? Oh, I loved having a BlackBerry. And also, um, what what was the thing? It was Benghazi. It was like ordering well, the killing or some or Benghazi thing. It wasn't well, Benghazi even about was, the content of the email. It was about the fact that she was using sending a, yeah, sensitive uns- material. And then what? She should know, go to prison for 50 yeah. fucking years? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, she's, I mean, I'm not yelling at you, man, but I'm yeah. just saying like that whole thing was yeah. so stupid. And he came. It and was stupid. And he's spending all this time looking through emails. And then he found another thousand on Uma Abedin's fucking laptop with her stupid fucking husband. Husband who's looking at yeah, kitty porn or whatever. Yeah, he leaked. He leaked. And maybe it wasn't emails. classified, but he actually leaked private information and had it go to the New York Times. Like, you're concerned that she went and like said something about Obama on, you know, like Gmail. But That's what. But she's just going to get fined. Nothing's even going to happen. With, and the, yeah, what he, would, he wouldn't. I, well, that's the thing. If she, if they would have found evidence of her knowing that right. what they were doing right. was illegal, then right. that's where they get you. And but, that they're he, literally looking for an email where she goes, "Hey, Chelsea, I know I shouldn't be writing on this actual exactly. server, <laughs> but I need some pizza. So can you bring it home?" Or right. hey, Uma, and Chelsea's like, "P.S." Yeah, pepperoni or no? Yeah, yeah, no. They. I mean, who that was the thing. It's so stupid. But he obviously like, right. And, and, and does he imply or seem like he thought he was going to get the smoking gun, and yeah. he must have wanted to because he, he fucking hated clearly the Clintons wanted to because of he, because sure. of the, I don't know. He they, doesn't imply it. I think he, he would never imply it. He's too above that. He makes He's it too seem like he was that. in a lose lose situation. Um, he wasn't going to win either way, and. He put that, himself there and he wanted a smoking gun and he didn't like them because they killed Vince Gill. What's his name? <laughs> Vince Gill. I know it's all country artists. If they it's had killed Vince artists. Gill, now that would have been Like who killed Vince outraged. Gill? And it's like Vince it's Gill was on Air Force, <laughs> Force One with Loretta Lynn. Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Oh. I mean. They did a duet, duet. With, with Flynn. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. He came in to back up. He played the sax. <laughs> I didn't have shit. Yeah, it's, with but he gets really. So, so, yeah, he was. So that was his. Um, and that's your big. That thing. was kind of his explanation around the Hillary emails, and he says that he goes, "I would do it again the same way because he felt he was kind of, of back course. up against the wall." He'll never admit he did anything wrong. He's six eight and doesn't do anything wrong. I or mean, at least yeah. to admit that that was um, he says not he feels important. horrible. Oh, he said he feels horrible. Well, 
He said he felt re- somebody on his team said to him at one point, like, "Do you think that if you re- if you release this information that you're reopening the the case, do you think you can you're going to help Donald Trump win the election?" Now he says, "Well." Uh, either way, I, I still have to disclose this, this information. Of course, you know, we disagree with that, but that was what he thought. Um, but he also says at that point, everybody thought she had it in the bag. So he, he's like, I didn't think that we were going to hand it t- to him. But, you know, whether that's that's true or not, whether or not it, it affected it that dramatically, who's to say? I but, mean, I want to just say for the record, so it's on record, that I honestly, truly don't think, I really don't. I don't think that email thing was it. I'm I'm happy. I never really liked him. And so I'm happy for people to give him shit constantly and say that him and Putin ruined her thing. But I really don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it was the emails that did it. I really don't. But that being said, he's not being. I mean, it didn't help matter. He's not. No. And he's not being forthright about the reason for doing it and that's what what everyone's glomming onto and I really do believe that yeah. I think the people who knew they were voting for Trump were voting for Trump and the people who were voting for her were voting for her and yeah. it, nothing was going to change yeah. it not the pussy tape not right. the fucking emails nobody even knew what the fucking email she used the server and she she what well I'm not voting for her I was still I talking about Benghazi I didn't even know what the goddamn thing well that's thing the other thing that I was going to say too and so like he doesn't even you investigated her for the emails but what everyone thinks that they know is that she killed all these people in Benghazi like <laughs> Because the embassy there was um, attacked and they blame her. So it's she her ordered fault. it, supposedly. Or she, she ordered yeah. it. So did you find that on the emails, James Gomley? No, you didn't. Because all you found was fucking Panini and Loretta Lynn album ordering on iTunes. You fucking asshole. V- Vince Gill. Loretta she Lynn ordered the killing of Vince Gill. Holding up the line. It was causing problems. I mean, jeez, I'm so irritated. He's so annoying. It was, yeah, it's the whole thing. I mean, the email thing... Uh, I don't know. But he, so, to, oh, to answer your other question, so the thing about the Trump Russia's, because the other big thing people are saying is, well, you knew before the election happened that. Oh, yeah, that the Russia investigation was That's colluding. Right. Yeah. You know, Russia was trying to tamper with the investigation. Or they, no, they knew and they, why and didn't they, you they had talk the, about that. They had the dossier, the whole dossier with. It wasn't right. just the hookers peeing. The dossier was all financial ties to Russia, and they were investigating. I mean, Obama knew too, and you know, you yeah, know, they were you know, investigating it. But no one ever said a word. Why do you not make that announcement? Right. Well, he says because uh, they this is information that had not been previously released to the public, and normally protocol is to not talk about it until the investigation is complete. Of course, he contradicts himself by then going back out with the Hillary stuff. So that's that's the explanation yes, he gives clearly because it hadn't been out yet. Yeah, he wants to pretend like he doesn't have an agenda, but he does. Yeah, and I really feel he has the a gay agenda. agenda. I feel that yeah, his gay agenda was personal. I feel it's, yes. it was personal because of Vince Gill and Mark <laughs> Rich, and he investigated them twice and didn't get them because the one famous. This is probably in the fucking book and thing I read. This is like a famous thing when he got and took over for for. A Mueller as the FBI director, he like got all the guys in the room and said, "What's your favorite fucking candy? Whatever. Do you like it in the butt?" And then he said, "Who here has ever, or maybe it wasn't FBI? It was like who here? I ha- never ever, huh? You? <laughs> yeah, John. Never have I ever murdered someone Have I never have I ever killed two people at the same time? Oh, everyone. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't FBI, but he said, "Who here has never lost a case?" Mm. And then. Who like you know a p- bunch of dick bods where's their hand, and then he said okay well and then he had to shame them and say well 
you've never then you can't be trusted you're not willing to like stick your neck out you've never taken a case that you thought you might lose just because it was the right thing to do um and it was like this big famous thing that he did and for me what while everyone else like you know thought that was so great i thought to myself he hates fucking losing and he for sure didn't like Mm. investigating them because you can't investigate anyone and not find them to be shady and from the second he's going into that He's also laying a groundwork. He's laying, he's throwing a blanket out being like, I've never done anything bad. Have you? I haven't. Yeah. I, so here's my blanket. I have never done anything bad, nor would I ever. I have a higher loyalty. I'm very ethical and very tall. And it's like he's going around be, yeah. self-congratulating himself, but also... Self-congratulating um, pro- himself? Yes, he's self-congratulating himself, but promoting <laughs> promoting this agenda of I'm um, above you. Yeah. I'm above well, you. Because yeah, I will board. never he's do anything mor- wrong. morally superior. Yes, I'm morally superior to you. Physically. He's literally above everyone. Well, he I'm skinny fat superior. and I'm tall. I'm skinny fat. I have no actual muscle tone. Well, I'm just saying that he, I feel he had a he had a fucking axe to grind. I just, I just think it, and I don't. It's possible he doesn't he doesn't say it. Uh, you know, of, of course. But uh, what you did know. you think? I think he really believes what he's saying, and that he thought he really <laughs> had his back against the wall, and he thought because he had spoken out before, he he wanted to. Um, he had to amend the record. Now, uh, I, I just, I personally disagree with it, but you can, the way he, he really lays it out, you can see why he would think what he So you thinks. think if whatever he did must have been subconscious. Like he wasn't. Maybe. I mean, his thing is, you know what? I tell you what, if he found out that she was a liar in some way, he, he, when it comes to Martha Stewart, when it comes to David Petraeus, who was, you know, the head of the CIA, who, who was, he really was leaking um, things to his mistress at the time. People who lied, he can't. He loses his mind. The Clintons lied constantly. So I maybe. Mean, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was subconscious where he was like, "I know that they did X, Y, and Z," and you know, I don't yeah, know. He up without the book. He's on a. He's on his own apology tour. Because look, let. So we're gonna. We have to talk about Martha Stewart because that's when he was fucking dead to us. And by the way, that happened yesterday that we found out. But. <sighs> He was when he got when he so when they put him up to be the head of the FBI, you know, you have to go Mm -hmm. in front of like Congress or Senate or whatever and they vote for you. You have to go in front of the country musical. Yeah. So you go from front of the CMA. (laughs) Yeah. He he fucking he he got 93 votes and to one. You know, who the one person was that didn't who voted no on him. Rand Paul. No. So. Yeah. So it's like he went from. Everyone liking him, and by the way, that's Obama. Like, oh, you're tried to yeah, very well respected. And by the way, he speaks glowingly of Obama. Oh, I was going to ask you that. That's one of my questions. Literally, it says, "What did he say about Obama?" Question mark. He, he thought he was great. He thought he was like a wonderful listener, just a really oh. great guy. I thought he I said it is. T- he was a tender lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, held, he held me oh, after sex. He <laughs> held him tenderly. He like he he really was like he was just a really all he around. He said when he cool talked to, to the hearings, he said he was only in the room with him like seven times. I thought, hmm. and then yeah. Well, I mean, he says, and, and that's one times. of the big problems with Trump is that. An FBI director and the um, executive branch aren't really supposed to mingle very often. I mean, there's supposed to be two separate things because if you need to investigate them, isn't, there's not supposed to be a buddy-buddy relationship. So with Obama, he talked to him before he 
was sworn in. And then after that, he was like, I talked to him like two other times and he was cool, but they didn't have a really close relationship because that's not the nature of the president and the FBI director. They're not supposed to have a close relationship. But you know, you can tell he's a wonderful listener just by looking at him. Well, I'm saying yeah. I love he, his hands. He got his I just love... desserts because mm. <laughs> he fucking had he was well respected and got 93. I bet you that's uh, that's uh, unmatched in yeah. in a in a congressional voting yeah, situation. Oh and now everyone hates a man. Everyone. Everyone it's of like those... his karma just came back around, but now the only person that likes him is Rand the Paul. country's collateral <laughs> yeah. damage. Yeah. No one likes him. No one. No Democrats, yeah. no Republicans. Everyone's on every yeah. show like fuck this guy. So tell us about, and then on, on record, people say that the Martha Stewart thing was full vindictive. People just Well, get- again, so with Martha Stewart, he said, the way he explains it, so if people who don't remember, so she, she, what she did was is she got an inside tip that this stock was going to tank, and she sold the stock before it tanked. And normally, you, she would have gotten a slap on the wrist, but she lied to investigators. She lied about it. And he was like, I don't fucking think so. If you lie about it, you're going to go to jail. And that's what happened. If she had been honest and said, yeah, I didn't. I God, he's so they would have, petty. It, and, and it's he, just yeah. also petty. Like, like, these are tiny, petty, stupid things. I'm pretty sure like yeah. Enron, Enron didn't even go yeah, to jail. Why aren't you going and actually investigating important things? I don't understand what you're, this, is this your job? She lied about like uh, these aren't yeah. murders, these aren't killings, these aren't. T- Operative word is I she. Don't know. How many people are doing? Well, he was saying training? why you know why sh- why should she you know be held to a different standard because she's fame you know famous and rich. If it was a normal person on the street, you would go you to jail. On the flip bother. side, that that person wouldn't yeah probably wouldn't have made headlines like yeah, she did. But did you, you have time. He, like, Gordon oh, Gecko didn't go to jail. Gordon Gecko did not go to jail. That's right. He was insider no, trading all day well, long. Well, and also he's not real. <laughs> With Charlie um, Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, um, another thing that I thought was interesting, so, because he was talking about all the different liars and how much he hates the liars. Scooter Libby, who Trump just pardoned. Mm. Yes. Um, he talks about Scooter Libby when he, when, when Comey was, um, the deputy attorney general, he was the person who assigned um, assigned the uh, guy to investigate Scooter Libby and got Scooter Libby convicted. So I think Trump oh. Libby just to go fuck right oh off. Going. That's so great. We thought it was to be like, like you know how he look. likes to undo everything that people do. Yes. I think he probably read that line in the book or had somebody read it to him and said, um, get, get rid of, go part of that. Guy. Now I thought that I I couldn't get too deep into Scooter Libby, but the but the very surface headline knowledge was that he was always wrongfully sent to jail or something. No, he was a, another really class A liar. He lied about leaking this classified information and got caught. And but why did everyone think? Does everyone act like he sort of did he take the fall for Bush or what was the deal there? Cheney, probably Cheney. Oh. It was a it was a whole thing. It was <laughs> it was the one where fucking Cheney. It was the one where um remember there was the CIA operative that they blew her cover and um, she could have right. been killed. Whole thing. It was Cheney. So he so they blew blew her cover to um, a journalist and then. He went back and and lied about leaking that information. 
So now that I guess, is that is dirty deed. Well, I think That's they I think deed. they feel like it was yeah he the that it was like he cut he took the fall for all of them but he never should have taken the fall it was them mm. is what How why is possible because you know CNN ain't gonna try to give it to anybody and they're the ones who are like oh Scooter Libby now he always should have been pardoned but that being said fuck Trump for even doing that ladies and gentlemen next up is Scooter Libby Loretta Lynn <laughs> Vince Gill Scooter Libby could all be a country western guy right doesn't everyone's hunter can't, I can't let it go I can't let any of it I go I won't and I think it's the cutest name I love the name Scooter I'm into it now I mean I just you like the name Scooter for an adult man <laughs> no but I like it for like a dog yeah, dog. It's maybe cute. a dog. Can you imagine giving birth dog. to your a baby and being like, "He's beautiful." I, I bet you his name's Scott. His name is probably Scott. I'm gonna call him Scooter <laughs> Jazzy <laughs> Elevator <Really>? Goldstein. Um, <laughs> okay, so then what else did you think? To give us the interesting. So you thought that that is interesting. Apparently, he sent everyone <coughs> to jail in the whole world. Well, yeah. <laughs> James Gummy. He sent every bad person Don't to jail. My God, I would have been be in jail forever. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, that's his, that seems to be his real. I kind of um, think if you that's what really if you, gets him out. If you, what gets you is gay people. What gets you is liars. What gets you is druggies. Then you in danger girl like you're hiding <laughs> something in your closet. Like I don't know why you're so obsessed with liars. It'd be one thing if it was lying about. Like the blowing the ladies cover, like that's hard. That's a lot. That's a dirty deed, and that is shit. Well, of that's course, horrible. they're in law enforcement yeah. but technically. Just because I don't know why lying. It, I don't know what it is about lying. Like, why is lying the actual crime? Because he. I. That's. Just I mean, a, I, sh- I get it. I don't know. It's just he's a, a law and say, order but, guy, yeah. and he's you. You, yeah. you lie to the to the law. You feel like you're above the law, and he's like, um, you're not above me, literally or figuratively. Yeah, he's you got, know? Julie's right. I mean, bitch did I zero. Lied. I want to say zero research for I, this. Spent not, zero minutes. <laughs> She stood at a window and smoked cigarettes and ate Taco Bell while I was looking online. And she said, with her cigarette, he's got a God, God complex. He's pious. And then she I mean, nails it. She nails to, it. Right? I mean, I think to be, to have, to be, he brought down like the mob. I mean, he's done a lot of things. I mean, that's good. Bringing down um, the mob. But I did lie at jury duty one to get out of jury duty. I said, I wouldn't, I don't think drunk driving Oh, I always crime. do that. I, pr- I make myself against prosecution and defense. And then yeah, you have to, right, Anne? I mean, you know, we have yeah. to tell little lies to, you know, there's things we have to do. And that's in the court of law. We should be arrested and apparently yeah. put in jail and oh, put to death. I mean, <laughs> I really do feel that way. I was against prosecution and defense. And they said, yeah. Please uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you're. Where did you go to jury duty? Like Brooklyn, or was it out here? Yeah, in LA? it was in Brooklyn, and they. It oh, was like I, a that's where I. That's case. where I went. That's me too, Anne. <laughs> yeah, where was friends? it? Yes, and I it said was a drunk- I didn't trust breathalyzers, <laughs> and then I was like, "But there's nothing I hate more than a drunk driver." And they were like, "She's excused." Oh, oh, I did a drunk driving one too, and they were like, Would "Ask you- me." A I said, "I don't think drunk driving is a crime." <laughs> Oh, God. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm thank not God, because you do it frequently. I'm not, I'm not voting. <laughs> and then I was, I couldn't even get the terminology. I was like, I'm not voting for, um, in this competition for this innocent. person to go to jail. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm yeah. not going to look at You were like, this. I'm going to give him the silver medal. <laughs> yeah. I, were people they, like, <laughs> she's a monster? What did they, what did oh, they yeah, say? They were you? like, get the fuck out it was They're like too, by the way she's despicable yeah she's well because i could not i mean i can't i couldn't do jury duty for not for that no. there was another one too where it was like a slip and fall and i was like she deserves oh. <laughs> who slips and falls on the sidewalk i can't let me That's go a money grab yeah anyway. no i yeah. i throw it away now for, on the record i've gone twice in la and 
it's so annoying. It's literally like fucking going to do the prices right. It's like all day long, waiting, yeah, waiting, waiting. Yeah. You, you never, never get in. No. I'm like, let me see the murderer. You never get in. I want to be Leah Black who meets Roy Black on the murder case for 900 years. Yeah. And I'm not going to. No. And so I go, well, now I go, throwing this away. There's never a record of this arriving. Also, I just don't like your attitude. <laughs> I don't like the way you're talking to me. How about that, lawyer? I don't, I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. Uh, jo- oh, hello, Judge. They should and just you know have what else? professional jurors and call it a day. Oh, that's what exactly. you Have that be a job. Also, why do I have to stand for the judge? I'm not standing. Who are you? What are you, a man in a, re- a robe? Oh, I don't Get remember that part. Face. I don't think I ever even saw it. Oh, yeah, I you can't. do. You do have to stand, yeah. I can't deal with any of that. That's why they'll just kick me out just for sitting down when the judge walks in. Like, well, you, you guys have lied more than just jury duty and literally just closed her office door and said, no one bother me. And she probably did say she was doing something important while she's doing no, this. No, I wasn't and- lying. I just said, don't bother me. I'm going in here now. Shut the door. But we lie. I lie constantly. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, my well, whole life is a lie. Well, <laughs> like it's, a, it's an well, everyday lie. I'm, I'm living a lie. <laughs> no, listen, I understand. I understand. I'm just saying... I'm just saying that and and I don't mean to downplay an actual, you know, a criminal lie, you know, of blowing someone's cover in the FBI is a way different thing than fucking, you know, CIA. it wasn't s- that I'm not knowing where your email is coming not, from. It's just I, stupid. I'm not belittling the 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 him going against any crimes. She said that his over overarching theme is, is that he can't stand liars. Yeah, and I'm like, no, well, then you're can't. a liar because exactly. a. You are That's a liar right. because we all are. That's like saying, I right. don't like people who breathe. You can't right. help it. You do it all the time. Oh, white lies. That's still or lying. lying That's to, to what? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. He how about, how about with, withholding information is a lie? As one, one, That's true. You could argue withholding information, which he did about Trump. Sure he could. fucking did it. He leaked. He leaked. Ooh. Yeah. Leaking is a lie. Leaking is already a lie. You've now said I'm it leaking. To, you've said <laughs> I mean that. I'm on the fourth day of my You're period, and you know what that means. What? Oh, Anne's on her period oh. too. Everyone, fourteen people, and Julie periods uh, at the quite same yet, time. But I do have PMS, and oh. I. Oh, that's oh you mean you're I starting tomorrow, Anne? You're ovulating probably. or whatever. Probably America. <laughs> America. Hey, America. Think I'm think ovulating. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people probably. There's one half of a person in Australia listening to this too. So hey, like I'm ovulating too. <laughs> Cheerio. Oh no, Cheerios. Shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> oh my Top God. of the morning. No, that's I. <laughs> Top of the morning to y'all. Shrimp on the Bobby. What do you period. think they say? What there think, we go. What do you think they say when people are like American? They go. What do they go like? Drive your NASCAR <laughs> down the road. Yeah, they're probably like, what's hey, our, what's our oh, saying? What's our saying? Hey y'all. On the rag. What? Yeah, is that a G? People say that. I you don't also say on the rag. <laughs> oh, on the they rag. must, right? <laughs> God. It's so gross. It's no, so people say that. That's so I know they do. Like, Mom, what is she on the rag? Pam's listening. We used to say that, Pam. You said on the rag? Hi, Pam. I, I for sure said it in the 90s. Ugh, on the rag is the girl. Like, that just, that's that's definitely something a husband made up. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be annoying. There goes Julie. Yeah. It's sexism that oh, it's so, on the rag. Who, who says what woman rag. said on the rag? That definitely was a man being like, what are you, what are you on the rag? You're like, I'm going to throw the rag up your fucking face. Why don't you back the fuck off? Oh. Talk about drunk driving. I can't deal with on the rag. It's like honestly the funniest thing I've heard in 2018. It's so next level. What are you on the rag? I mean, what about when people go, my aunt Dot's visiting? It's like fuck off, Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo. 
I honestly would rather be like Aunt Dot blood pouring out of my pussy That's post that's menopause. Uh, or the oh other God. one is uh, uh, oh yeah that time of the if month, only James know. Comey had started his book like is uh. everyone on the rag because I did nothing wrong <laughs> be, America's on the rag yeah. I'm I'm yeah. well that's America I wonder I like to think of Australians sitting around being like are you on the rag somehow Americans we're gonna have to figure out what other countries that's our that's what we got out of this this book review like what people say for being for having their period in different countries no or just anything any american thing like what are they sitting around like we're like shrimp on the barbie and all that bullshit cheerio cheerio we don't say shrimp on the barbie no they're like that's That's from fucking crocodile dundee and that guy no what is the thing from crocodile dundee it's not shrimp on the barbie there's something when he goes that's a knife Right. Doesn't know what he says. No, he says yeah, good well, day, mate. Oh, good day, mate. Right. Oh, good day, Good day, mate. Doesn't he do a thing where he pulls out the knife yes, and he's like, "That's he does. not a knife." Yeah, he does. That's or this is that is from a part knife. two. I don't even know. Sorry, you guys are obsessed with Crocodile Dundee, and you're quoting things <laughs> from part two. Both of you. We don't know if it's from part two. I don't We're know not if it's from sure. God. I just remember it from the trailer. We weren't sure if um. it was part one or part two, Brandy. Is he dead or is that the he's real guy? He's alive. I think he's, he's, he's alive. alive. Right? He, he made a cameo. Old, he made a cameo in the new one and, and he just gives this Paul look. Hogan. Yeah, Paul Hogan. <laughs> Paul Hogan. This is Paul Hogan. Good one. Can yeah, I just yeah. tell you that yeah. I, I just found a post it that I must have written when I when I was reading this book and it just says Comey, don't play that. <laughs> And that's how it that's a good one. Comey, don't play that. That's Maybe. the name of the episode. Has that's, done the name. That? that's the name of the episode. Comey, don't play that. Okay, and well, we're well, gonna that go. Was very enlightening. All of that was some really good information. Thanks, man. Okay, well, um, do you want to tell everyone where to stalk you? I mean, you're pretty much you gotten guys, all the followers. I got, you're... No, I got, I got nothing. I got. I'm on. Um, I'd say Twitter, and then when I do anything of note, one day. <laughs> I mean, Twitter's good. Yeah, it's not like it. you're going to get What's more than Twitter the 14. She, I feel like you got actual 14 followers from last time. I did. I literally <laughs> think I doubled my followers, and I'm now up to 28. So thank what? you, everybody. What is your Twitter handle? It's uh, at Anne, A-N-N-E underscore Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. Okay. Um, yeah, my Instagram's just pictures of my kid and my dog and cat, so that's Fuck not Instagram. Everyone get on Twitter only so you can get Yeah, so just do Twitter. Russian it's just, it's just Twitter. Um, okay, love that's you, Anne. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. Thanks for having me. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. Remember... We recorded this a week early, so don't freak out when you're listening to this on Tuesday, wondering why we aren't talking about the 19 more people that Trump fired. (laughs) By next week, Trump's going to be impeached. Yeah, and we're going to be like, they're going to be like, of course they missed it. Julie's doing stand up somewhere, and they fucking they missed the Trump's impeached. Well, remember to sign up for our Patreon because that will never go out of style. (laughs) (laughs) I know the constant selling of the Patreon biags, but don't worry yourself, hoping that eventually we will stop hawking it. But we will never stop it because 
Um, we need it to survive. So, um, so don't worry about you know, us stopping it because we're never going to stop. Yeah. Do, oh, it. right. Right. So don't think like maybe next time they won't talk about the Patreon, but we will. Because maybe someday we might if we get a job, which means that's true. We'll never stop selling. it. Well, that is also we'll never, true. Um, mm. It's at www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. <laughs> Go to there to listen to two free episodes. And mm. like I said in the beginning, just think if you join when you join. You don't have to hear about the Patreon. Right. You just are on it. That's the best part about it. And know that it's a community. It's all about a community of people also listening. A Mm. community of like seven or eight people. (laughs) But we're Mm -hmm. close with those motherfuckers. It's like my mom, two of my good friends. Johnny. Yeah, that's that's included in the two of the good friends. Um, (laughs) Oh, and also I want to say, hey, hey, Lisa, cousin Lisa, also huge fan of Oh. This podcast who texts me and just says, don't forget, because I always make fun of the fact that none of my family <laughs> listens. And she's always like, I listen. So I want to thank you for listening, because that is my family. And I want to let you know that I'm going to be um, traveling through the heartland of America. Heartland? Uh, the heartland of America. And I'm very excited about it. We'll try and get Brandy to go. But, you know. Is the heartland where Mormons live? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be Salt Lake City getting up the actual... Okay, so I thought the actual heartland was like Indiana. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, on May 9th, I'm going to be in Bend, Oregon at Seven Nightclub. Tickets are available. Heart. That's what? not the heartland. Oregon? Oh, I guess not. Well, <laughs> Oregon's I don't know why they call it the heartland. The Pacific Northwest. Bitch. I guess I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you better keep them on the West Coast where they belong, <laughs> motherfucker. That's our people. Um, and um, May 11th, uh, that is a Friday, May 11th, in Salt Lake City at a place called 50 West. And then um, May 12th, Lucky Dog Tavern in Boise, Idaho. All tickets are only $15 in advance if you get them online. $22 at the door. Have you ever performed in those places before? No, I haven't. It's like, who's looking for you in Isn't Salt that, Lake City? I know, City? it's weird. Well, <laughs> I've been working, um, Belinda, if you're listening, which I think you might be. Hi, Belinda. I'm going to be performing with Belinda Carroll, who also is booking, who booked us to do our live podcast at the Portland Queer Comedy Festival, July 19th to the 22nd. So if you're in Portland, check that out. We are also going to be in Seattle June 17th doing the live podcast at um, Jai Tai, and I will be performing for Seattle Women's Pride on June 16th. We'll and, be seeing Jeremy and Craig. Oh, right. Hey, Jeremy and Craig. <laughs> it's very possible I'm also going to be in Denver on June 15th. So I'll keep you posted. Okay, so, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been evergreen. That's right. Go read a motherfucking book. (laughs) R-E-A-D-B-O-O-K.
what you do, I see you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 